you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, fueled by Gatorade. Live in New York City, it's Super Bowl week. We'll be in New York all week long, starting here Monday, February 5th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. It's time for the lead block. Lead block, okay. Oh, my gosh. All right, from Mobile in Orlando to Las Vegas, uh, we've got our NFL Network coverage all week long from the site of Super Bowl 58. I cannot imagine the preparations this city has gone through to prepare for everyone who will about to descend. Fans included Sherry Burris and Omar Ruiz. They are stationed at various team hotels. Sherry, please, let's start with the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, what is the latest from this team this morning now that they have arrived upon Super Bowl 58? Yeah, well, welcome to Las Vegas, Jamie. I know you guys are in the city that never sleeps, but let me tell you what the Vegas Strip looked like at 2.30 this morning. Uh, it's like the Wild West out here, but the team arriving around 5 p.m. yesterday. Our first chance to talk to the teams will be tonight at opening night, but this Chiefs team know it is all about keeping the same routine, and for Patrick Mahomes, he said his prep is, quote, OCD-like. He's done this the last three Super Bowls, and he broke it down in the fact that he will watch a certain amount of film and then go to watching tape one to two games a day and then on top of that he will go back and watch the scouting tape that has more situational football like third down or first down for example but he writes all of his notes yes handwritten notes he said he helps it remember better so he writes his notes will then rewrite them and the fact that the team had the week off between the AFC championship game and now he was going to have that done when they arrived in Vegas this means during this week he'll be able to go back and reread those notes so he's done it the last three years or last three Super Bowls he also does it in the regular season as they say if it's not broke don't fix it makes me feel better I also handwrite rewrite all of my notes. We're in that championship mindset, guys. It is only Monday. So now send it over to Omar Ruiz with the San Francisco 49ers. 
Hey, let's make it a notebook party, Sherry. The 49ers <laughs> landing about an hour after the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday, settling into their hotel around 7.30. They're home away from home as they continue preparations for Super Bowl 58. They'll have a walkthrough later today over at UNLV, which will be their practice and workout facility for the week. And then, of course, Super Bowl opening night, what we're all awaiting to see. It'll be live right here on NFL Network. No 49er has more Super Bowl experience than all-pro corner Charvarius Ward. Mooney, they call him, won one and lost one with the Kansas City Chiefs. He says his emotions are running high to face his former team. The ultimate equalizer is how he described Patrick Mahomes. He said from the first practice he went against Patrick Mahomes, Mooney's rookie year was Patrick Mahomes' first year as starter. He said he knew that Mahomes was the best player in the NFL. And that first game that Mahomes, Mahomes started in that 2018 season through four touchdowns against the Chargers, and Mooney said that blew him away. He called the Chiefs the big three with Mahomes Travis Kelsey and play caller in Andy Reid. He compared that 2019 Super Bowl championship team that he was on with the Chiefs that beat the 49ers to this year's 49ers team and that they never had a doubt that they were winning the Super Bowl. He said that comeback they had in the fourth quarter of that Super Bowl against the 49ers down 10 in the fourth quarter compared to the last two weeks where the 49ers had to dramatically come back and win both of their playoff games. As far as getting ready for this week, he said he's been telling some of the more inexperienced 49er players players that this week is like a dream, but you have to stay focused. You might see Beyonce, you might see Jay-Z on the sidelines before the game, but you got to be a professional, stay locked in. To do that for himself, he says he likes to read, meditate, and give himself positive affirmations. And so, Jamie, that inspired me to give myself some positive affirmations this morning. I am good enough. I am smart enough. Gosh darn Gosh dog it. Gosh (laughs) doggone it. People like me. Can I say that? Yeah. I need to give myself more positive affirmations. Nations here at five in the morning. (laughs) Omar, you are beautiful, you are kind, and you can wake up at 2.30 in the morning to do your reports from Las Vegas. And Sherry, you the same. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Just that Charvarius Ward storyline is one that you could inspect. It's, It's like an underlying aspect of the fact that Ward played for the Chiefs for a couple years, now he plays for San Francisco. That's great. But then there's the big headline things that you want to talk about before kickoff. Peter, biggest storyline that you want to take a big bite out of going into Super Bowl week? The Chiefs are knocking on the door on history. We talked about it last yeah. week. I think we, we've already dissected this game for a week. So for our show, mm-hmm. we're going to have to like recharge and do it again. Yep. And I don't think we hit this enough last week. Three in four years is like mm-hmm. very rare air. In fact, let me see the list of teams that have won three Super Bowls in a matter of four years. Steelers did it twice, okay? Or five years, I'm sorry. Steelers did it twice. Mm-hmm. Cowboys did it with Jimmy and then Barry Switzer. The Patriots have done it twice. We're talking just three different franchises. Chiefs are on the doorstep. Mm. If they win a third in five years, that is talking dynasty stuff. It's also talking greatest team of all time stuff when you start rattling off what they've done and who they've beaten along the way. I think this Chiefs team, we haven't seen a back-to-back Super Bowl winner since the 03-04 Patriots. That's 20 years ago. They're going to be banging the door on that. That thing right there, three and five years. And then it starts to be written with with Mahomes' legacy and Kelsey's legacy. Are they the greatest of all time? Mm -hmm. And then you have Andy Reid, who now... Okay, for years it was Andy Reid can't win the big one, and Andy Reid is just you know another coach in Bill Belichick's era. Well, Andy Reid's not that far away from Bill Belichick yeah. in all-time wins. Bill Belichick could not get hired this offseason, and Andy Reid is still riding high with the greatest team in the NFL and might win another ring. Mm. 
does it happen that quickly where Andy Reid racks up all those regular season wins, yeah. gets a couple more rings, and all of a sudden Andy Reid's the greatest coach of all time, and we're not talking about Belichick as that guy. Crazy. This is what it could be. you got to win this one, though. You, every year matters right now. Belichick's the GOAT. Lombardi, Shula, the bland, all those guys are right there. Andy Reid is somewhere in that conversation. You win a third in five years and you keep on racking up these regular season wins, you better believe you're in the conversation also. I love that. And what you're talking about is greatness from Mahomes to Reid to Kelsey, every single one of those guys, you watched them perform at the biggest stage over the last several years and you're so impressed. I'm going on the flip side when you talk about storyline because usually the players that are at this level when they're leading their team and they're performing really well, there's no question of how good they are. And I'm talking Brock Purdy. And to your point, Peter, we're hitting the same storylines, but I can't get over the fact that it seems like every single day there's a new headline that is surrounding Brock Purdy and is questioning his ability. This is a guy who was a pro bowler this year. He threw for the most passing yards in 49ers franchise history, which is insane. The most yards per attempt in the NFL felt history. Brock Purdy has done those things. Yes, we know. Drafted the last pick in the draft. We know undrafted players, Jake DeLone, Kurt Warner, the only players that came out lower than Brock Purdy to start and play the quarterback position in the Super Bowl. But just this past week, you said Cam Newton came out. He's the, the 10th best player on his team. Warren Sapp had a response to that. There's so much that surrounds Brock Purdy. It's just unbelievable to me how well he has played this year. And we can't just accept that he has been elite on the football field as the quarterback and leader of the San Francisco 49ers. He has gotten them to a Super Bowl. So I look at this storyline as being so important because his play in the game, it won't just be looked at as whether they won or lost the game. His entire play will be dissected. Did he throw enough touchdown passes? What did Brock Purdy do to lead this team, whether they win or lose the game? Hey, let's do the, the DJ confetti test, but instead with a prospect with the Super Bowl. Explain the DJ confetti so test. So Daniel Jeremiah's confetti test is when a prospect comes out of college, be it a quarterback, if you have looked at all the measurables and everything and you just need some other little piece of magic, can you close your eyes and really imagine yeah. this quarterback winning a Super Bowl, standing in the confetti and holding up the Lombardi? It's just like a fun little yeah. draft talk. Can you close your eyes and imagine Mahomes walking off the field in defeat in the confetti and the Chiefs losing and there's a shot of Taylor and she's sad or dejected or whatever and then Brock Purdy is holding up the Lombardi? I think you can, but my, my big storyline Line is just like, are the, are the Chiefs actually going to lose this? You know, like mm. Mahomes is 14 and three in the playoffs, and the only playoff losses he has are to Brady in the Super Bowl and twice in overtime of the title game. In my experience doing this and predicting and broadcasting Super Bowls, is like the most interesting, difficult to predict Super Bowls where you really don't know what's going to happen are when one team has the better quarterback and one team has the better defense. That is really like good luck. So, for example, take Peyton Manning as an example. Uh, he goes against the Bears years ago. They had a much better defense. He was the better quarterback. He wins. He goes against the Seahawks. The Seahawks have a much better defense. Peyton's a better quarterback. Peyton gets blown away. It's, mm -hmm. it's really difficult to predict. The problem is, I think, with this Super Bowl is that I think the Chiefs have the better quarterback and the better mm -hmm. defense. I do. And I know that sounds blasphemous for the 49ers because you see Bosa and Warner and all those guys that we like. The Chiefs defense has played better than them all year. This Niners defense has been very good. They have not been as good as the Chiefs in a bunch of different metrics. And also, the Niners defense is not as good as the one that showed up years ago against this Chiefs team in the Super Bowl when Salah was on the sidelines. So making the case for the Niners to win the game, I don't think they have the better quarterback, and I don't think they have the better defense. So where does that leave you? Mahomes has to make a bunch of mistakes for them to win, and Purdy has to be great. Mm. In this Mahomes era, it's tough to see that. Even if Purdy is great, yeah. can you picture Patrick Mahomes playing a, a, a C, C-plus game in the Super Bowl? 
I don't know. First half he did against the Niners, but again, different year. I just think my system in tough-to-predict Super Bowls, quarterback and best defense on the same team, it's tough to find a way that they lose. It's such a specific differentiation that you're making because it's not better offense because many could probably argue that from top to bottom talent-wise on the roster, sure. 49ers have more skilled offensive players, but you're just going quarterback, yeah. better quarterback, period. And you 14 think, and 3 in the playoffs. Yep. It's just very difficult to beat him in a playoff yep. game. I, very difficult. I'm curious how coaches line up in, in matchups like that in, in matchup consideration, Peter. On the flip side of that Andy Reid narrative, and I liked all the things you were saying about what we used to think about Andy Reid, which is like – he can't win the big game, and he has to win this one. I actually think both of those quotes that you just said, Peter, could apply to Kyle Shanahan as well because yeah. I think he's teetering on yep. he can't win the big game, and he has to win this one or he joins a very unfortunate club of head coaches who have coached in two Super Bowls in a five-year span and lost both. It's not a name you – it's not a list you want to be on. Bud Grant did it, Dan Reeves did it, and Marv Levy did it with the Buffalo Bills. It's not what you want to do with this same team. And I know there's not a lot of overlap players. I think it's nine, I believe, from the 49ers Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs five years ago and this one. But I take the same Andy Reid on the precipice, on, on the doorstep of history application to Kyle Shanahan, but the bad kind of yeah. history. Because people always put Kyle Shanahan in this Sean McVay, young, electric, fun coaches that yeah. have changed the game. But if you can't get to this stage and put the nail in the coffin and win this game, then you start opening up a conversation about yourself as a head coach that I don't think Kyle Shanahan should want or deserves, frankly. Yeah, Super Bowl rematches with the same coaches, the winning coach undefeated in that second. Mm. Oh, my goodness. When you said, when you were bringing up, like, we'll get into a conversation of Andy Reid, the greatest coach of all time, like, I almost, like, wince. Like, that, mm. that's going to be a thing. Like, that's, that's going to be a, a big debate, and there's going to be a lot of pushback. Three Super Bowl appearances, a Super Bowl appearance with the Eagles, of course, as we know, and all the regular season wins. He's, I think, just a few behind Belichick after yeah. we spent all season talking about Belichick mm -hmm. chasing that record. Belichick's taking the year off. We could rattle off 13 regular seasons. Does, the number, does the number mean you're like the greatest coach ever? Because the anti is going to be he never could get it done with Philly. And yeah. Mahomes comes in and it's like it's a Mahomes product. And I love Andy. But sounds like, like a great debate. Yeah, like yeah but can't, don't people say that about Belichick and what he did with Brady? Yeah, and I've he said lost it many times. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up, Joey Vegas, one of the league's most experienced DBs in the game. Patrick Peterson joining the show. Let's ask him his opinion on how this week's going to unfold. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm -hmm. 
you think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard. But All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome back. This guy's got a resume. He'll hit you with the eight-time Pro Bowler, hit you with the three-time first-team All-Pro, and then he'll just slide across that all-decades team because that's the big one. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him. You love him, one of the OGs. Patrick Peters, what's up, Pat? Pat How are we doing? How are you doing, Cal? <laughs> it's great. We love you, man. But before we even get into what we're going to ask you, what's life like right now for Pat P? What are you into? What are you getting after? How's things? Man, life is great. I am enjoying the offseason like no other. I got daddy-daughter dance coming up Friday. I got cheer competition coming up Thursday. I'm trying to get a round of golf in today if this weather cooperates with me. So I'm just enjoying my off time right now. That's great. Like, Pat's like, should I do 18 or 36 today? <laughs> we, we love that you live like that. And you've always have appreciated unplugging and living the good life because you work so hard during the fall. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Interesting season with Pittsburgh. Steeler, a lot of ups and downs. Eventually, it ends in the final AFC wildcard spot. You guys make the playoffs. When you look back at this season, how would you describe it? How how would you rate it? Did you enjoy the season? Was it a big success? I did enjoy the season. Um, I feel like it was a success dealing with all the, the injuries that we had to deal with, dealing with the quarterback situations. You know what I mean? So... For us to still end up 10 and 7, making it to the playoffs, having a hot start, but kind of simmering down a little bit towards the end of the season. But I have to tilt my hat off to Coach Tomlin because he's the guy who really keeps everybody laser focused on the task at hand. I gotta ask a personal question with you because Kyle was rattling off your Wikipedia page and all your accolades, and it's, <laughs> it's amazing. And of course, you were Jim Thorpe winner and yeah. unanimous All American. When they talk about best of their generation, I think of mm-hmm. Patrick Peterson as the best corner of his generation. It's mm-hmm. probably you and Revis. Who are those guys yeah. on your Rushmore of when you play the game that you looked across and said, these are the best guys at that cornerback spot? Man, Deion Sanders, Champ Bailey, Darrell Revis. Um, I got one more. I got to go with that's you know who I had the opportunity to watch, Charles Woodson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you fight that? Yeah. Pick a hole in that, Jack. I, I absolutely love it. No, no, there's no holes to pick. And for a crazy thing about the younger generation, Pat Peterson's going to be on their list of guys yeah. that they were watching right. do his thing, not only covering people but also returning the ball as well. And we talked a little bit about the season for you guys, and it was a stunt on your side and a guy in T.J. Watt, and you got to watch him up close and personal, led the league in sacks and everything that he's done throughout his career and this year on the field. Would you say he's a shoo-in for the defensive player of the year this year? Hands down. 
There's no doubt about it. There's nothing that TJ can't do. And, and having an opportunity to play with him this year, seeing how he gets the team riled up, seeing how he forces guys to play up to his level, I call him Superman because, like I said, there's nothing TJ can't do. He played play in and play out. He plays with an unrelentless energy and a level of efficiency on getting to the quarterback. So there's no doubt in my mind TJ is deserving for his second defensive, defensive player of the year. Pat, you're so cool to talk to. The length of time you've given to the game, your experience, your talent, it gives you a nice seat at the table for from a broadcasting perspective that you got to have great perspective. And now when you do that, if you approach the TV side of things, which I think you should, you got to be able to talk about division rivals. So can we touch on the Ravens just for a beat? They were okay. upset at home in the AFC title game. Were you surprised to see the Chiefs arrive in Baltimore and stymie Lamar Jackson and the Ravens the way the offense have been playing? You know, Jamie, I was not surprised at all because they have a guy by the name of Patrick Mahomes. And they defense, if you look at it, they defense did turn it up to a whole new level in the second half of the season. I believe they end up being ranked the number two deep scoring defense, giving up only 16 and a half points. And that's winning football. And they have a defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnola, who, who has a game plan for whatever offense is going to present themselves on the football field. So... I was not surprised one bit to see the outcome of that game. How about in the NFC? I mean, you've played against every quarterback, every type. Everybody has a take on Brock Purdy, the second-year guy, this baby face. There doesn't seem to be anything special about him physically other than he just wins pretty much every time he goes out there. What do you think mm -hmm. of him, and, and how would you defend that Niners offense, Bob? Man, we had an opportunity to play against the Niners week one, and – it's hard to, to game plan against a 1,000-yard running back, a 1,000-yard receiver, a 1,000-yard tight end, and a Debo Samuel. You know, so those guys are very, very explosive on every position on the offensive side of the ball. And Brock Purdy is a guy who's always seemed to be calm, cool, and collected. Nothing seems to bother him, and he answered the call each and every time that phone rings. So it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to come down, down to the quarterbacks who can execute the best. I know everybody's going to go with, oh, Patrick Mahomes can outplay Brock Purdy. But if you look at Brock Purdy throughout the season, he has played exceptionally well throughout this football season. We're going to get your prediction, but I want to ask you, did your opinion change of Brock Purdy and that offense after playing against so I remember that week you talked about getting an interception in that game of having some tells on the offense. Did your opinion change after playing those guys? Um, no, Jason, not really, because I did have opportunities to get intercepted. I just didn't catch the doggone ball. But he <laughs> did, did throw a touchdown on me as well. But, man, you know, as deep as the backs, you know, we see things and we always want interception. Each and every time we step out on the football field. You know, but having an opportunity to watch him throughout the year after we played them, he's a very, very calm, competitive, and he know where the – where the football needs to go in order for that offense to be successful. What a cool guy. Love what a it. great player. He's done it all, continues to do it. I have a feeling there's some greens and fairways in your immediate there future, you go. my friend. Thanks <laughs> for joining us, Pat. You're the best. Good to see you, man. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Greens and fairways to out-of-bounds and water hazards. Will Selva, Will and I have never golfed before, but, Will, we're kind of yes. kindred spirits. I'm not a very good golfer. I'm kind of yeah. guessing maybe it's not your cup of tea either, but tell me I'm wrong. Yes, no, I'm okay as a golfer. I mean, I just want to see Schrags out on the links, how those golf lessons yeah, are going, because we made a yeah. lot about it. Where are we, Schrags? Seasonal. 
Seasonal. Let's see. Yeah, no, Seasonal. Chained to this desk, Will. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Trust me. All right. Well, continue to give us updates, my friends, uh, as I will give you one right now. The last time we saw Jason Kelsey being a fan of his brother, Travis, who's pounding a beer shirtless and jumping into the stands in frigid cold Buffalo. Our guy Cameron Wolf caught up with Jason after the Pro Bowl and talked about supporting his younger brother. It's going to be an awesome game to watch. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, but yeah, whenever you're watching a loved one compete, there's a very prideful feeling that you have uh, that's very different than competing for your own uh, or watching a game regularly. And um, obviously, my brother and I love each other very much. Uh, we're cherishing these moments because we know eventually they'll be gone. And um, I'm looking forward to being down there and uh, cheering them on. In other news, Bill Belichick penning a letter in the Boston Globe thanking Patriots fans for their support during his 24 years as head coach, saying in part, quote, you gave your precious time, resources, and energy to our team. I loved coaching here, and together we experienced some amazing moments. Thank you all, end quote. All right, so still to come, what can Caleb Williams bring to an NFL team? Was former head coach Lincoln Riley joining us next to give us some insight? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, football. We're rolling on Good Morning Football. Our next guest is one of the brightest minds in college football. He's coached not one, not two, three Heisman Trophy quarterbacks. Put your hands together. Welcome to our breakfast table, USC head coach Lincoln Riley. Let's go, Lincoln! 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 Let's go, Lincoln!
Yeah. Truly good morning to you, Coach. We appreciate you getting up in L.A. at this time. You are no stranger to seeing former players of yours playing in the Super Bowl. You've got Jalen Hurts from last season, Creed Humphrey, Orlando Brown. What is it like for you seeing your players go from your program to playing on the biggest stage in a week like this? Yeah, it's awesome. You know, I think you really start to think back to, you know, when you first got to know these guys, a lot of them when they were high school sophomores or juniors and having those initial recruiting conversations and then seeing them go throughout the journey, uh, then to play on the biggest stage is uh, it's really special. It is. It's been cool to see some of those guys win rings. Excited to see several more here uh, this coming up weekend. So yeah, one of the best parts of our job. Well, there's a lot more to come, too. In the meantime, exciting things are happening in Heritage Hall. Exciting and a little bit strange, candidly. On August 2nd, USC will officially depart from the Pac-12 and somehow, someway, become members of the Big Ten. This is going to happen. Coach, how are you guys preparing for this? And is it a little surreal for you, too? It is surreal. It's when you start to look at in our schedule next year, it, it's exciting. I mean, you think, you know, for years and years, you know, maybe the the, the most uh, exciting uh, special bowl game that there's been has been the Rose Bowl. And you think about all the great traditional Pac-12 and Big Ten matchups. And now you're going to have those on a weekly basis, which I think is uh, is incredible. So, yeah, we're excited about the challenge, excited about the opportunity. In terms of preparing for it, I think we had to start over in a lot of ways uh, two years years ago and so it's been a, a steady build for us as a program and, and we're continuing to climb kind of regardless of who we're playing so we're excited to be in one of the best conferences in America uh, excited for all these different matchups and I think you know all of college football you know fans all across the country are going to really enjoy seeing so many unique matchups that we've never really been able to see before other than bowl games and so uh, definitely looking forward to it. It's a great way of putting it. There will be new matchups that are going to be fun to get used mm -hmm. to. But you have this great relatability, Coach, that I think probably serves you well in recruiting. Let's tap into that. You spend a lot of time traveling. You're on the road. You're in the air. What is your must-have item when traveling? Or if you have a travel hack, like what is something that will help the people that you're like, I got to have this? Uh, good question. Good question. Um Honestly, the thing that I need the most when I'm when I'm traveling is I need my phone because I need pictures of my little girls to to remind me uh, to remind me what I'm coming home to. That's the the best part of our job is is certainly being able to to travel around, meet all these different people. But it's also the most challenging too. So definitely uh, keeps me grounded and keeps me excited to get back every time. You know, the news came out yesterday that Cliff Kingsbury, your assistant this year at USC, is now taking the commander's job. And there's already been links to Caleb Williams, your player, the Heisman Trophy winner, coming uh, into the NFL and the potential that two of them could be together. What was the relationship between you and Cliff? And what was the relationship also between Cliff and Caleb this season for commander's fans who might be interested to hear the dynamic there? All right. This one is for sure, right? Okay. All right. Make it sure. One, I'm really excited for Cliff. You know, we, we've been good friends for a long time. This is the first chance that we've actually had to like truly work together. Uh, and it was, a, it was a lot of fun, you know, obviously invaluable to have a guy with, with his experience. Obviously everybody knows, you know, his offensive mind, but really he's such a positive influence just within the staff room. He's got great energy. He obviously has been a head coach at multiple levels. And so he, he was great. Um, and, and really helped 
helped us a ton, uh, both in head coaching world and then certainly in the offensive world. And yeah, great to be in the room with with him and Caleb. You know, they have a they have a great relationship, and I think it was awesome for for Caleb to have another person in that room that that he could lean on with Cliff's experience. And so, uh, yeah, you know, sure. In a in a perfect world, would I look back and and love for some type of reunion for that to happen? That would be great. Uh, but we all know that there's a lot of things out of out of everyone's control when it comes to the NFL draft time. So um, if they got together, I think they would do a great job together. But certainly, I, I think we all know there's a lot that's going to transpire between now and then. Yeah, definitely will. And let's talk a little bit more about Caleb Williams because you guys have been on a journey together. You're at Oklahoma and going to USC, find immediate success there, and it's been a tremendous career for him. You guys spent three years together. Just tell us a little bit about who Caleb Williams is and whatever team that drafts and what they're getting with him. Well, I think one of the things that, that the teams could point to, and, and listen, we all know there's a there's a reason, you know, if you're drafting that early, there's there's a reason why. You know, you can look at, you know, the courage that this guy had. You know, when, when he left Oklahoma, he certainly, you know, he could have went a lot of different directions. He could have went to programs that were more certainly more seasoned and further along than, than coming out with us to USC to, to restart really in every way possible. But that's the route that he chose. And he, you know, obviously was a huge part of of us being able to, to get this thing off the ground here in the first few years, did a tremendous job, not only playing, but just, just leading and, and uh, you know, really kind of inspiring his teammates. And, and I think that courage to step in that situation when he could have gone into a lot of others, you know, says a lot about him, the competitor, and, and the fact that there's no challenge that, that you know, he feels like that, that he can't, you know, be a part of overcoming. And so I think that's a great piece of his mentality. It's a great insight into who he is. And, and certainly when you combine that with uh, the elite physical skills that he has, you can see why you know, a lot of people are excited about him. And, and the fun thing for this guy is, like, he's still a young player. Like he's yeah. he's got a lot of ball left. I, you know, a lot of people don't know he didn't play a senior year of high school because of COVID. You know, and he didn't play uh, for us in Oklahoma until the second half of his freshman year. So, like this guy's still got a long ways to go in his climb, and that's going to be fun to watch him as he uh, takes that step into the next level. Coach, I can imagine one of the hard parts of college football is how much things change year to year, whether it be from graduation or the transfer portal or coaches moving on to different jobs. Your team will look different next year without Caleb Williams, without your coordinators, but so is your defense. You've made some big staffing changes this offseason. What has you so excited about entering Big Ten play with a different-looking group? Yeah, we're, we're just thrilled about the way that the, the staff came together. And, and candidly, I don't know that it that we could have put a staff defensively like this together two years ago when we first came in. Uh, I feel like some people had to see a little bit of the proof um, and, and to see some of the, the success, although, you know, there's certainly been a little bit of both here in the first few years, but certainly some of the success and, and I think some of the excitement generated by our program. And so, yeah, to bring in, you know, Dan Lynn, who has a, a strong NFL background and did just a tremendous job at UCLA last year you know one of the biggest defensive turnarounds that i can ever remember seeing we brought eric henderson over from the los angeles rams to come be our defensive line coach matt entz who was the head coach at north dakota state won multiple national championships there doug belk who's a defensive coordinator at houston so we really just hired a phenomenal staff uh, a staff that i really believe is second to none and it was great that they're excited about being at usc because these are some of the best coaches in football and i know we're going to make a big difference in our program we're fired up. Super Bowl 58 opening night fueled by Gatorade and NFL Network. Well, it, we have exclusive access, so don't go anywhere. You don't want to miss interviews with Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy, and all the inside access you could hope for between the Chiefs and the 49ers. It's Super Bowl 58 opening night fueled by Gatorade tonight. 
8 p.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. Uh, we have a special guest coming on the show tomorrow. Uh, it's the second gentleman of the United States, Douglas Emhoff, uh, reportedly a Rams fan, and his wife is a 49ers fan. Mm. So uh, we have to ask about that. Amongst other things, he a uh, big-time fantasy football guy. Mm. So his roster is out there, and... Uh, Sure, we'll have to ask him about that as well. Probably loves Puka Nakua. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Huge approval rating, if you will, on Puka Nakua. <laughs> Love Puka. Do you think they're in the Oval Office doing a fantasy draft? Like, uh, yeah. Well, I, Obama used to always do the bracket. Yeah. yeah. So probably, yeah, you know, yeah. probably a fantasy yeah. draft, I guess. I don't know. He's got my guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah I could use gosh. some tips. I've, I've been struggling in the fantasy department. So Is that right? Two years in a row. I'm, I'm, I'm not pretty good. First two no, years, tough, tough, tough go. First yeah, two years. Yeah. Startup though. Gosh, I haven't thought about fantasy football in like it feels like months now, and now we're gonna bring it back Has tomorrow. Been. We're gonna talk mm -hmm. about the second gentleman on the show on Good Morning Football. Okay. But opening night is tonight. It, the Scott Hansen Invitational, if you oh, will. Yeah. We're gonna roll, roll clips from it tomorrow. Just watch Hansen talk about the Lombardi. It's poetry. I mean, it's 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 Beethoven. I love it Can't so wait. much. See you tomorrow. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, thirty-seven minutes later, because you pay the water bill, so you can stay in there as long as you want. You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, Tanner Girl Go Shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.